Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I am your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So let's, uh, we got a big, big week. Uh, well, big, big two past days. Um, so let's hop into last week's poll question because we have got a lot of news to get to. And a big main topic this week. So let's go, Mage. What was our last week's question? Last week's poll question. We asked, what do you think of the United in Stormwind meta so far? We had 69 votes. Nice. I think I'm contractually (laughs) obligated to say that. Uh, 56.4% said this is a, they feel pretty good or great about the meta so far. Uh, 26.1% said it's not good or it's bad. And 17.4% said it's okay or they were indifferent to how the meta had gone so far. But it doesn't really matter because the meta's changed. <laughs> supposedly, supposedly it's changed. There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's move into the news. Um, so speaking of meta changing, first United and Stormwind's card nerf announced and implemented as the time of this recording. So patches included constructed, arena, and battleground balance changes along with bug fixes. And so this was the it, it, at the end of the nerfs in the uh, the patch notes. This is the uh, dev comment about the nerfs. After about two weeks of monitoring the rapidly evolving United and Stormwind launch metagame, we're making a few balance changes to slow down the speed of the game by a turn or two. Overall, this translates to two things, limiting the efficiency at which combo decks can assemble the pieces they need to win, and reducing the burst damage that board-based decks have access to from hand. We hope that these changes will give a bit more room for slower strategies to find success in this meta, and we'll continue to keep an eye on the live game to see if any further changes are needed. So, we will talk about the nurse uh, as our main topic, but I will quickly run down what they are. Um, So, Encanter's Flow is now 3 mana, up from 2. Battlegrounds Battlemaster is now 6 mana, up from 5. Granite, Granite Forgeborn is now a 4 health. It's a 4-4 four, four, and it's down from a 4-5. Conviction, um, all ranks now cost 2 mana, up from 1. Uh, Flesh Giant uh, costs 9 mana, up from 8. Dark Lair now costs 3, up from 2. But their stats increased from a 2-3 to a 3-4. And Cold Car Pack Runner costs three mana up from two. Stats increased as well from a two three to a three four. And now Ilganoth costs six mana up from four. And its stats also increased from a two six to a four eight. You can easily find nerf cards uh, by searching refund in the collection. Now will populate with cards eligible for a dust refund. And like I said, we'll be discussing the uh, the nerfs and the post-patch meta in more detail on our main topic. So then we have Dean Ayala's 
Twitter question and answer number 25. Ixard covered class bands on ladder, origins of United and Stormwinds, battleground car and card design, among other topics. Regarding catering to different player bases, the goal is to create a fun game for the players playing it. We skew towards decisions for the masses rather than decisions for the few. We still do things for niche audiences, but we try to spend the majority of our time on things that impact everyone. Regarding criteria for adjustments, well, decisions are made purely based on perceived player sentiment. We make the game for players, so our decisions are 100% formed around what we think would make the whole audience happier. Population data tells us what players are actually experiencing versus what we read players are experiencing. Win rate data tells us how likely something is to crop up, not being played, but high win rates, versus something to die out, being played, but low win, win rates. If there was a form for that every single Hearthstone player used to post on equally, we'd probably use that as one of the key metrics to make decisions uh, around. Unfortunately, that isn't really uh, there isn't really a places like social media and Reddit to be uh, tend to be echo chambers. Regarding class ban on ladder, yes, and I'd actually like to try and find uh, or try for a limited time. There is a significant meta impact at the high level with something like this, though. Many decks have only one to two counters, so the best overall deck probably isn't the best deck in a ban format. We have a couple ideas for limited time system changes. This is one of them. We'll probably try for a week or two or a month long period. It's possible that we'll find out that the game is just more fun this way. But like I said, the impact is quite complex. Not something currently in dev, but I'd put it on the list of very likely to happen. Need a UI and server-side matchmaking changes. Both teams are booked pretty solid with work ATM. So, another another pretty uh, pretty insightful Q&A from Dinaela. Jay Alexander... Oh, you want to interject, please? No, I... I, I the fact that somebody asked about a class ban on ladder and then to say, yeah, they've been thinking about it and, and to have that much of a response on it was, was quite fascinating to me. Yeah. And, and also we've, we've had comments in the past about what criteria they look at when it comes to balance changes. He kind of reiterated that after, you know, more discussion in the week leading up to these balance changes that we talked about a little earlier. And we'll talk about more in detail. Uh, but they, the the idea that the changes are based solely on player sentiment and then they use other things to kind of help validate that or, or kind of address uh, how they're going to go about making those changes, I think it makes a lot of sense, one. And two, I, I think it's I think it's actually a pretty great approach on, on how to how to go about doing what, what they're trying to do which is keep a, a majority of, of the player base happy at, at any one time. Exactly. You have to keep in mind you're not the only one playing this game. So what you might not enjoy a current meta or you might not like something about it, but like 
they're making decisions that affect the whole as opposed to the few. So it makes sense, but it's nice to have that uh, reiterated because it helps. Um, it helps like justify what what they're doing in in at least my mind. So I I'm like, okay, so this is having insight into their decision track makes me it makes me understand and like be able to process changes more so yeah having this level of i guess feedback from the devs like mage said like it makes sense now like okay that's why they're doing that like okay and you know it's a game right so people are typically supposed to enjoy games so if people aren't enjoying certain things and they go change things based on data and not what people are enjoying or not enjoying that doesn't really you know make sense to to kind of line those up um and what what is this nonsense are games supposed to be fun supposedly that's what i heard (laughs) you know i've been doing it wrong then so (laughs) i i think uh i think for for typically what we do and, and maybe many of our listeners we are probably in more of the minority where we tend to be a bit more competitive with it and and really try for those high goals that is not the uh, the common way to play games yes yes some people <laughs> just, just play it casually and relax and have fun <laughs> see that that to me oh my gosh so you know, I haven't been playing this game since the beta or anything like that. I've only been playing since just before Whispers of the Old Gods. And it felt like very early on, I was like, I'm taking this seriously. I'm going to try and do the best I can and try and just really push myself every month. And like, it just, I I have to take a step back sometimes and, and remember that we like and the people I compare myself to are, are similarly like that, right? And so like it it really does you I really have to make a take a conscious step step back and be like, I am not the majority of players that play this game. The way I deal with this game, the way I interact with this game, the way I play this game, the amount of time and effort and computing power in my brain that I put towards this game is not typical of the standard player, but most of the player base does not go to the level that I am at. And, and it just, it boggles my mind because like I have these epiphanies every so often when we see comments like this and it's just like, Whoa, we're not, we're we're not the, we're not like the, the standard. We're, we're the exception, not the rule. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy because I've had that too. Actually, I had to think about that today because, uh, you know, full disclosure, I have not been doing very well. The first day of uh, Stormwind, whew, I was on the leaderboards. I was under 200. Ever since that first day, I have been t- been taking it hard. Okay, it's uh, not been going well. I think now I'm after today's stream, I'm at like 6,800 legend. Like it's been just feeling like it's deteriorating. Wow. I can't talk. Uh, And yeah, I had to think about that today too. Cause after my stream, I started feeling that like, 
oh, I just suck at this game again, you know, and I'm just terrible. And every time I get the 11 star bonus, I just suck. And, and then it's like, I'm talking about a fucking game. Okay. Like I had to, I had to tell myself that like, seriously, snap your brain out of it for a second. Go away from the computer and don't just get on my phone and start watching a Hearthstone stream. Okay. Like take, take a second and do something not related to this. Be like a normal person for a second and not like attached to this game. Like I'm, I'm, you know, drinking it from a straw and, and need it in my veins every second. It's like, okay. Venus into my veins. Yeah. Just like, okay. Just, and, and yeah, like it's, it's crazy. Cause you, the way you said that major was like, yep, I connect with that so much that that's how I feel. And then reading this is like, oh yeah, it's not just, it's not just me. <laughs> not just people like us to to play there's more than that um and even talking about mindset we we talked a little bit about it but uh uh ridiculous hat and i did a chat and it's it's up on my youtube for anybody that's interested in that we talked a lot about mindset and and i think some of that applies and even days like today like we had that chat but i, I put it out last week Days like today, I still, actually, I had to go back and watch some of the video and was like, all right, I'm getting a little burnt out. I've put way too much focus on this. I am I need to take a step back for, for a little while and think about something else, and, and that's okay. But I have to remember that sometimes. It's not just people like us playing the game. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I, I've, I've had similar experiences today, like a lot of up and down, and it was... It was yeah, I'm sure there's some people who just giggle when they play this game and don't get legitimately mad. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I, there's some people who don't like, um, just play casual. Like, like I saw on Twitter, like Roe was like, yeah, I just got to platinum 10. I never thought I'd do that. And it's like, that's, that's probably more in line with the average player of hearthstone like then like we're kind of in like like he says we're kind of in an echo chamber right we we hang out with people who play hearthstone like this and like we're looking listening to podcasts who play they, they play hearthstone like this that's like the voices that are most vocal are the ones who um are in the, like the top percentage like not saying that's the only voices there are but there's a lot of voices that are just more vocal because we really, really into this game. Like we're making a podcast about it. We've we're recording an hour at a time every week talking about Hearthstone. So like we obviously, you know, and that doesn't include, you know, Dragon Rider streaming and making YouTube videos. Mage used to stream for what, like four and a half years straight of of uh Hearthstone? So like We've all put a lot of time into Hearthstone, so it's, 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 that's like a reality check going back, like, oh, I guess, I guess we are the, the only people who are playing, and they should be concerned about their player base. So, uh, so that's very cool. Uh, a lot to keep in mind there. Just, so, just real, just real quick, regarding the class ban on ladder. Would you, do you think you would be for or against having access to a class ban on ladder? 
because I go back and forth on this. I was thinking about this before the show today. And, and like, there's definitely a part of me that like when they really get frustrated with a deck or something like, you know, definitely felt that way about OTK Demon Hunter before before those nerfs hit. Like, man, it would be really nice not to have to face that. But at the same time, it's like, I, I also feel like, you know, if that is something that's prevalent, like I should know how to play against it and different things like that. I should get exposed to it. And, and like shutting that door, I think would be a detriment to me as a player as much or more than the satisfaction I'd get not having to, to deal with that class. So I'm, I, I, I'm very curious because like Ixar did a poll, I think, asking, asking basically the question of would you, would if if queue times and matchmaking weren't really an issue and you could just have access to a class ban on ladder, would you want one? And I and I didn't actually see what the results of the poll were. I but I what do you what do you think? Where where are you guys at with 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 your thoughts on this? So me personally, I don't want it. Is like it sounds really enticing to be like all right, I'm playing that control deck. I don't want to see Face Hunter. Like, I don't want to see this, like, turbo, like, the most aggressive deck in the game. I don't want to see Hunter whatsoever. But then I'm like, uh, what it, like, he's saying, like, if Q times weren't a thing, but, like, that's just fantastical. And, like, I don't know that, like, what it's going to affect Q times, unless they, like, do like a major overhaul but that's not my main thing it's just it's it's just one of those things that sounds really good and then you're going to start playing it and then people are going to discover the best deck what with that ban and then you're just going to keep running into that deck very consistently so like i'm like i think it's better to just be an open field because it's not like a um, it's not a tournament setting. It's just a ladder. Like, I, I, th- I think you're right too. It's like, I, you're going to be a better player if you can't ban something. Cause if you don't play against your bad matchups, you're not going to get better at the game because you learn a lot playing against your bad matchups too. Like you learn maybe more because the decisions are probably more difficult and you learn ways you can win. And what you have to do to win in those matchups. So I think I think I, I even as enticing as it sounds to have a ban, I think I I am I I am against it in theory. If they implement it, I'll try it. But I think I come down on the side. It's like I feel like this is a grass is greener kind of issue. So Dragon Rider, what do you think? Oh, I was hoping Mage wouldn't ask. This. <laughs> You're welcome. You are very, very welcome. It's it's a fantastic question and definitely something we probably shouldn't just gloss over. Uh, okay, I I think I'm on the same line as you guys. We're like my initial instinct when being asked that, would you want to ban on ladder? Seems like a simple question at first. It'd be like. Yeah, that sounds great. I don't want to play against that deck over and over or whatever. But the more thought I put into it, and and I put more thought into it after seeing his his tweets and stuff, uh, 
but yeah, then it's like, okay, well, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, how do you ignore things like the Q time and that stuff? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like I have to include that. So for me, it's like, okay, well then that becomes a problem. And then uh, I saw people in the comments to his post about that saying, well, instead of a ban, I would rather it be um, maybe playing something like a best of two or a, you know, best two of three or something on ladder as an alternative to just banning. And I, I feel like if we're going to go down this route and maybe they would after trying it, I, I honestly feel like to me, that sounds like a different format and I would rather see it separate ladder and ranked is then just that it's open. Everybody can play. If someone's playing on a free to play account or they're fairly casual, but they can get to legend, they might only have one or two decks. They have spent time and effort into putting together these decks that are are good in the meta or whatever or after an expansion. And then all of a sudden now they can't play that deck or they're spending forever in a queue because they built a meta deck and now people are banning that and they can't even play it. That would turn me off to the game. I'd be like, well, I guess I'm just done with this then. I'm not going to play that. Uh, so I, I think if they're trying to cater to more people, it just feels like that might not be the answer or just make it a different format. Make there be an in-game format where there is a ban or there is, you know, hey, in this format, you play two games against, you know, or, or a best of three against the person to, to get ranks. I've seen other card games do that. Yeah, magic's like that. Like, but then you get into <laughs> magic has a sideboard too. So right. that's like, and, that's a, that's yeah, another it's, it's, thing. If you want to do exactly. a two out of three kind of thing, like you have to kind like, like I feel like you have to kind of throw a sideboard in there too, and it just becomes specialist, and no one likes right. specialist. Like, <laughs> I'm just I'm sure kidding. There are some people like, but no, I know. I'm just I, I just teasing. I think if we go down the route of let's ban something on ladder, I think it just actually cascades into something else. So I feel like I would rather just see it be the something else instead of let's put a ban on ladder. So that that's kind of where I'm at. So I, I found uh, Ixar's thread on banning a class on ladder. He basically just asked for people's thoughts. There wasn't actually a poll and it has something at the time of recording almost 340 replies to it. So there is there is a lot of discussion. I'm sure we will link to it in the show notes so that you can take a look at some of the thoughts. There's some really, really well thought out uh, comments uh, in that thread about it. So uh, definitely uh, check it out. Okay, so we move on to Jay Alexander says terms like mid-range and control make communication about Hearthstone worse. Um, so it's a great post in discussion about how subjective in, uh, excuse me, how subjective standard terms we used to talk about decks in Hearthstone are. He lists example of decks and discussions where players disagree on how a deck should be categorized. Uh, many people seem to conflate control decks and attrition strategies. Suggest being more simple and straightforward with what you mean if you say games are ending way too fast, say that. Recommends the Vicious Syndicate podcast discussion involving the 
initiative and resource spectrum when talking about decks as well. Yeah, there's been not only in the in the post that he put, but all over Twitter and like everywhere, there's been tons of people discussing this and uh I, it definitely is something that I I feel like has also evolved over time because I feel like initially when Hearthstone was kind of out or even in its in its early stages early stages of me streaming, you know, people would ask, what deck is this? And and it was kind of just, yeah, that's aggro or whatever. But I think over time, more people have gotten involved. Yeah, simple terms like that really aren't very simple because, yeah, people tend to have different definitions of it. Or then, you know, okay, well, you put in these couple of cards and now these matchups are slower. Well, is it still aggro? Is it now mid-range? How does that work? And then, you know, then there's... I don't know. There was this whole f- this image that was shared. It's like what? It's like it looks like a die to me, <laughs> like a D twenty, and it's just got like fast control. And it's like okay, no, no, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> I think like no, we're not gonna get to that. Uh, I I talked about in the championship uh, for Supergirl. I kind of talked about, and I, I I think this is where a lot of this comes from, honestly, is that especially over time, we've had changes in how cards are designed and changes in how decks are being built and it changes in how people play. So a big thing with that is that if you look at most of the decks that are being played, especially recently... There is not one single win condition. You can play decks, especially depending on how you draw or what the matchup is. You can play the deck differently. So in one matchup, or depending on how you draw, you might play it as a tempo deck, right? You might just play a thing every turn. But in another matchup, it's like, hey, I don't want to play minions against that matchup. And I play it more like a combo deck. So then is that deck a a mid-range tempo combo deck? Like no, what what the what? No, we're not doing that. You know, it's and so I don't think that we really can use these terms to mean the same thing because again, people have different definitions, but also I think the the state of the game has just evolved and the state of how people play are is evolving. Like, if you're playing at the higher levels, you're playing the deck differently based on how what you get or, or the matchup. So, and a lot of decks have multiple win conditions. You know, I mean, even we even saw that in the past. Um, I think Mage and I played a lot of, uh, like, Mally Ghost Druid. And I remember us talking about that in one of our episodes. And we talked about how Mally Ghost Druid, like, there is a combo big swing turn that you could pull off for an OTK type thing. But a lot of the games you did, you just played stuff out and then hit them with your minions. There's there's multiple win conditions. So like you can't really define the deck by one thing because it has multiple things. That, it, I don't it's, know. it's it's really interesting that you, you kind of mentioned specifically the multiple win condition thing because I it was I, I remember watching Grandmasters last Friday, which we're going to talk about here in just a second. And Raven and Sottle were talking about Quest Rogue. And Raven 
is a big fan apparently of of the deck and saddle absolutely hates it he says he doesn't know how that deck wins hearthstone games because in hearthstone 2020 and hearthstone 2021 you need multiple win conditions in a deck in order to win games consistently and he said he looks at that deck and what do you do you play si cards and that's all you do and you get this one minion and that's your win condition and he's like i don't know how rogue wins games with that consistently because there are so many ways that you can just undo we've seen in the past where decks that have had one win condition just die because they just they don't the 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 win condition either isn't good enough because or it just it fails to have the level of impact that it needs to do in order to actually win games i think of uh the last kaleidoscore for kaleidosaur for for paladin the the last time we had quests and you had this giant minion that you got to play that adapted a whole bunch of times and like it didn't matter because the ultimately once you played the minion the minion probably died the next turn most but, of the time but you never win games he's galvanon the last kind yeah, he's, he's got stealth I, and a whole lot more I, <laughs> yes it, it, if you're if you're brian kibler maybe but uh for for the rest of us mere mortals he he just is a body on board that ends up dying you know eating a, a hard removal and then the game is over but it was just it, i i agree with you completely i think we i think the game has evolved to a point now where there is there you 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 can't use these generic terms to describe what your deck is trying to do and i, and I think the idea that vicious syndicate had about looking at things from an initiative standpoint and a resource standpoint make a lot more sense because it, it gives you a better grip on what the deck is trying to do and how the deck needs to be played. You know, if you're initiative focused, you're going to play a lot. You're, you know, you're going to play things on curve. A lot of times you're going to try and do the biggest thing you can, that sort of thing. You're going to try and, you know, dictate the game, that sort of thing. And, or if you're more resource focused, you're going to, you're going to do the value things. You're going to try and, you know, generate cards. You're going to try and draw cards. You're going to try and two for one, three for one, your cards to your opponent's cards in, in, in a way to, 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 to win the game. And, and it's just, those to me make more sense than the, you know, mid, he was talking about fast mid range and he's like, Jay Alexander was like, I have no idea what fast mid range is supposed to mean. And nobody can really tell me what that means, but people are saying it like we should know what it means. And, and I, I just don't. So yeah, it was just really interesting. Also, if you have not heard the Galvanon song, I highly recommend <laughs> yes. it. It's super yes. catchy. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that you said the last kind of story and it's the, the the intro music started playing in my head yeah yep. done <laughs> okay i i'm a i have a horrible singing voice so i won't torture anyone out there with that so let's move on to grandmasters um so winners of week one are give please gabby and muzzy um, so we have the lineup for each winner. Uh, Give Please had Quest, OTK, Demon Hunter, Face Hunter, Quest Mage, and Aggro Elemental Shaman. Gabby had Quest, OTK, Demon Hunter, Secret Paladin, Quest Mage, and Quest Warlock. 
and then Muzzy had Quest Warlock, Nizoth Control Priest, Anaconda Druid, and Quest Rogue. Who? Yep, that is certainly certainly a thing. Um, I will I will say one of the more amusing points in 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 that series of Muzzy and Ego Waffle was. Muzzy made a giant bo- Anaconda board in in his game against Quest Warlock, and like went all in, and like it was so funny. And then uh, Ego Waffle just plays Moarg Soul Shear, and the entire entire board just disappears. <laughs> so that was Muzzy's like, you know, just shrugs <laughs> like, "Yep, okay." So, um. Highly recommend all the matchups. It was a good. It was a good first week back. So, um, really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Uh, top classes represented including Demon Hunter and Warlocker. Warlock, excuse me, with Hunter and Mage being not too far behind. Only two players brought Warrior, Banguki, and Rami ninety four, and obviously Muzzy too, right? Because he had the um, oh priest. Did I say did I say warrior before? I I'm I okay. Yeah, he, he, I, he, yeah I, he had Nazoth control priest. Priest. I don't know if I said warrior. I apologize. He had yes. He had. I'm I'm confusing myself here. Both yeah. So both uh, Benguki and Rami went zero uh, and two in their respective groups. So warrior not doing too hot this. Uh, this season so far. Okay, so um Dragon Rider, you wanna talk about other tournaments? Yes. Also I, I feel I feel the uh the zero two with Warrior. It is so unpopular on ladder that literally during my streams if I see a warrior, I legit actually say, Is this actually rogue? playing maestra because warrior is <laughs> oh, like yep. not popular at all it's kind of sad it actually once it was i was like i'm a genius i called it the rest of the time it's actually been warrior and i'm like okay and then i just win but uh yes let's talk about some tournaments other than grandmasters uh this previous weekend was the championship for supergirl gamer pro and we had in the finals, uh, Nasil and Edelweiss, which actually was a repeat of the finals from last year. So last year, Nasil won, but this year, Edelweiss took her revenge and she won the championship this year. Got 1500 bucks and some other sweet prizes, so not bad. It was um, pretty, pretty cool. We got to do some interviews and actually Edelweiss and her wife were traveling for a wedding. And they actually stayed a day longer so that Edelweiss could compete. So <laughs> Edelweiss was competing like from her laptop in the hotel room and won it all. Um, then we it was had... a super cool tournament. I, I, it was awesome. You guys did a really good job. So Thank very you. cool, yeah. Arstone. Oh, it was so much fun. I love casting so much. So then actually it was kind of sad because then... Monday, yesterday, as of our recording here, but Monday, I finished my stream, and then I was kind of sitting in the house, and I was like, oh, I'm sad now. Like, no more casting. It's over. I, like, felt empty. I'm like, what do I have now? But that's okay. 
we have more grandmasters and more tournaments coming up. So we got more things to look forward to. Uh, I talked last week about grandmasters switching the format. So last week that we just talked about with uh, Give Please, Gabby and, and Muzzy winning the first week. This next week is Last Hero Standing, which is also going to be very interesting with uh, the nerfs having just hit, too. Uh, I know I saw a couple of them being like, well, what do we bring since OTK Demon Hunter is a great Last Hero Standing deck and now it's gone. So that will be really interesting to see what they bring this week. And then next weekend, which is the last weekend of August, that's August 27th through 29th, is going to be Masters Tour Silver Moon. Uh, so I'll mention it again on next week's show, and we'll talk a little bit more about it then, but that is coming up. And then also interesting to note, and anybody that's playing in the qualifiers, uh, this might be relevant for you, but HS Esports has now added a document on the rulings page on the, if you go to the Ace, uh, like the Esports section on the official Play Hearthstone website, go to rulings. And kind of near the top, you can see a document that shows the win rate standings for uh, the qualifiers. So for that, it shows people that have played 20 or more qualifiers. And after each weekend, they'll update it. Uh, so if you're kind of curious how those standings are looking or what uh, win rate you might need to have in order to be in the top 50% uh, to qualify, then you can refer to that after each weekend. So that is on there. Really cool to have an official one. I know there's been something very similar. Donkey has one on his website that's kind of been showing that. Uh, and you can look. It's it's like everybody that's played even one qualifier should be on there. But if you're looking for the official document that has it in terms of what they have, then you can find that there. Which Thank you and, and well done to the HSC Sports team. That's very awesome to have some more official things like that updated constantly. Yeah, it's definitely nice to know where the bar is. <laughs> so, yes. okay. Well, that is it for the news and our discussion during the news segment. <laughs> so let us move on to the main topic, which is nerfs and post-nerf meta. So how does, so let's first, has everyone had a chance to play since I think Meiji said you haven't yet. And Dragon Rider, you were you were streaming today, and I know I got some time in with it. Not a lot, maybe a couple, you know, you know, an hour or so. But um, how do you feel about it, Dragon Rider? Did you notice a difference really after the patch went live? Um. Well, it it was kind of weird because, like, I mean, I was like I said streaming at the time, so I played like immediately once it was available. Uh, so the first, like, handful of games were still a bunch of, like, demon hunters and warlocks and mages. So it didn't feel different. Then it started to change. Um, but I still saw some warlocks that uh, got some giants down and then still killed me with six mana Battlemaster. And then instead of being killed by OTK demon hunter, uh, I got killed by a rogue that was doing the whole auctioneer garrot thing oh the spell miracle. damage yeah yeah the and miracle. then i died for i was like okay this in terms of the style of deck i'll say that uh that felt the same and i was a little sad but you know that was still only like two to three hours after it hit so 
I, I feel like, you know, and it hit midday. So if people were at work or you know whatever, then they're, they're not going to be playing. So I'm sure things will start to change a bit more, but as of right immediately when it hits, it didn't feel <laughs> very different. I was going to say, yeah, I noticed like, I, well, I'm, I play on mobile, so it always takes a couple hours longer for it to hit. So, um, I played most of the day, you know, when I was, the random games I got in throughout the day were mostly, um, on the old meta, but the new meta, I didn't really see anything different, but like you just said, it was brand new. So I feel like a lot of the nurse are, they went with the, the light touch approach so i don't think i mean the only ones the the only the only can we agree the only nerf the nuke from orbit nerf was to ilganoth like that is the end of otk demon hunter <laughs> or at least mostly the end of otk demon because like i'm sure someone will still try and do it and someone, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. So, so I assume that that combo can still happen, but it's not going to be anywhere near as, as playable as it is uh, in its current iteration. So, what do you, what do you feel? Here, here's a good question. What card do you feel like other than Ilganoth has the most impact on the meta right now? Mage, you first. Uh, so <laughs> I guess to me, I, I looked at the, at the nerfs when they were announced yesterday and I, I, I guess I, I thought Ilganoth was the only card that was actually going to cause a deck not to see play. The, that change was the only one. The rest of these feel like changes that are either reasonable. Like, like all these cards were really good at the mana cost they were at. And we, we talked about this before before even we before we started recording. And the the question is, is whether or not the cards are good enough now at their new mana cost. And I and I think that there are cards. Uh, like Dark Glare and Flesh Giant uh, that to me feel like they're probably still pretty good at, at their at the new mana cost that they're at. And so they're probably not going to see much of a change uh, as far as their inclusion in decks and so that sort of thing. The, the, the card, the the most ubiquitous card, I think that you you look at and you're like, I wonder how this is going to affect it. Is the battlegrounds battlemaster to me, and it and it's because uh, it was seeing play in a number of decks already. It's still really powerful even at six mana, but it does. I mean, part of the reason I think battlegrounds battlemaster was so powerful is because the 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 uh, the decks, specifically like the quest decks and stuff, were were able to um, complete their and get their big minion on the board, uh, you know, around turn seven, around turn eight. And the ability to put down the Battlemaster and still be able to do something of some pretty significance in addition to the Battlemaster on that same turn was why that card was so powerful. And the fact that this is now six mana for up from five, 
I don't know if you're able to do as much the same turn as you play the Battlemaster, so I don't know if suddenly you start looking at other options uh, for for what you're doing to try and finish out those games. I, I, I can, honestly cannot tell you right now it, what direction it'll go. I, I feel like the card's good enough that it still can and probably will see play. It's just whether or not, you know, when when we start seeing data on the decks after a couple of days through, you know, sites like Vicious Syndicate and HS Replay, if that's the best way that you can build these decks. It certainly has been my main cause of death in the main meta <laughs> so far. Uh, Dragon Rider, what do you think the uh, the biggest impact out of these are? This? Uh, so I definitely think uh, the Ilganoth is probably the, at least the most immediate impact. Um, again, like you said, maybe people will try to start bringing it back in some fashion, um, but I don't think we're going to see it anywhere near like it was. Uh, but I actually think the other most impactful change is probably to pack runner for Hunter. I, I've, I wonder if people will start shifting away from minions. Uh, because I feel like even Face Hunter was still only running a few minions. It's like pack runners, like Wrangler, and then a couple beasts, anyways. Uh, that was really it for, for minions. Uh, I did see a quest hunter today that kind of kicked my butt. And they're still running a lot of the damage spells that can go face. And so I wonder if people will start to shift towards maybe something like that for hunter or if hunter just kind of falls off. Um, the one that I'm questioning the most, I think, is uh, the Forgeborn for Shaman. I'm I'm thinking as a someone who has played a lot of Shaman the last like two months, even before the new expansion, after the new expansion, I kind of wish this change from down from five health to four health would have gone on the Arid Stormer and not this Forgeborn, because I think the sticking that Wind Fury minion early is what snowballed a lot of games for Shaman. So I kind of would have liked to have seen that instead of this one, but it's one that I'm like, maybe they're planning ahead a little bit with it. Uh, I don't know. So I feel like, I feel like the, uh, I agree with the, 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 the pack runner feels the second most um, impactful, obviously after Ilganoth, because yeah, I mean it, the, the pack runner strength was, getting on the board super early and being able to swing and swinging, you know, it being a three, four on turn three seems like the opportunity to swing back is going to be a lot like the one ones are going to be less impactful on turns three turns four than they would be on turn two, turn three. So like, I feel like the pack runner, that that was a decently impactful change so i guess we'll see on that but um i so so here here would be my argument about the uh granite um like so the that one obviously it's a lot easier to deal four damage on turn four than it is to deal five so like that makes sense, but like the the only reason I'm okay with the Arid Stormer staying at two five is because for it to be Wind Fury, you have to meet the condition. So like, 
it's a it's a risk reward because that's a really bad three drop if you if you don't it's not a really that's bad fair. but it's 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 not a great three drop if you it's don't a significant downgrade from its yes period version yeah exactly exactly so like it's doesn't have rush and it doesn't have wind fury if you don't play the elemental so like I feel like that is a fair reward for the having to maintain the elemental chain. Like so like I, I I'm I'm okay with it. I like that 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 reduction there just because it um five is a huge number on turn four. It, like I'm just thinking I played a lot of mage, so like two first flames doesn't get you know, first flame, second flame doesn't get through it, but now it will. And that seems more appropriate for um the fact that it reduces all elementals in your deck and in your hand like that being a four or five was seemed a little bit uh abusive so i i'm glad to see it come down because it feels like that's a much more uh that's a more fair balance to the game so let me ask you you both a question here. So we've been talking about Encanter's flow for quite a while, and it uh, it pulled the old Edwin Van Cleef and dodged a nerf here during the last expansion and instead got uh, Refreshing Springwater nerfed uh, instead. This card now costs three, up from two, and, like, I... I understand how much of a difference Encanter's Flow on two versus Encanter's Flow not on two is. That 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 seemed to be a huge discrepancy for the deck. But it feels like, and, and maybe I'm completely wrong, but it feels like with the incarnation of Quest Spell Mage as opposed to just the Spell Mage, it feels like this isn't going to have as big an impact as, as it would have had in the previous iteration of spell mage am i am i completely wrong or or how how do you how do you both feel about this because i i look at i looked at this and i was like i'm happy to see it there i think it's going to make a difference but at the same time i think about the games that i played mage the the quest mage and Yes, the game does feel a lot easier if I'm in Cantor's Flowing on two, but because I need to play so many arcane spells and because of the amount of draw and all this sort of thing, it it doesn't feel like it didn't feel as important to me to get it right then and there on turn two. And then it feels still felt powerful in the mid game uh, because the, the the turns that I'm going to win are the turns I'm going to be able to cast one or two fireballs probably plus one or two ignites and maybe even a ruined orb all in the same turn, all of them with plus three spell damage, at least plus three spell damage to them. And, 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 you know, as long as you have that, as long as you get the encounters full at some point, you're going to potentially be able to do that. So am I completely wrong or, or is this going to have a far bigger impact than, than, than it might appear? Um, I was gonna say I played some games with it and I was winning. So, yeah, it it feels it feels like it slows down the deck. 
but it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world because like you said there's a lot of different arcane spells that you can go with to to get the quest advanced so dragon rider what you were about to butt in i'm sorry i cut you off there you're fine um I feel like I often take the polite or middle ground when I'm giving answers, and I'm not going to with this one. Oh boy. This was a nerf to please people saying nerf encanters flow. I feel like this is not doing shit for the deck. This is not the problem. (laughs) That's how I feel. The draw is the problem, and discounting everything in your deck is the problem. Paying one more mana for this to still do everything is not enough. I don't you'll, think you'll it's gladly trade one mana on this card for the like yeah. twelve to twenty mana well, that you might lose off of the rest of the deck. Yeah, and like, okay, cool, I pay one more for this, but then refreshing spring water, I get to play that, draw two things, and still have the same mana that I did before playing it. Um, we still have increasingly higher cost spell or uh damage for spells that still end up costing two or excuse me after you play this they still cost zero like my opponent is still flinging zero cost fireballs at my face like i really don't understand this change i have i've said it before on this show even i've been an advocate for the draw changes I, I do feel like this should not have just been an increase in mana. I think they should have changed the way this card works. And to me, like, I mean, maybe, again, this is super early. Maybe this will have more of an impact. But this is the one that I am, like, the most upset about. And I, I think this one, especially kind of going back to just Ixar's answers that we talked about with the Q&A, to me, this one feels like just a... We just changed it to appease the people because that's what they said they wanted and not actually like it's not actually doing anything. I think people are still going to end up complaining about this again. We'll see. And this sounds super harsh, but I just I'm I'm not thrilled with this one. I, I would have liked to have seen it chain like still decrease, but not less than one. Or. You know, a lot of people were suggesting maybe it only discounts arcane spells or, or something like that. That feels like maybe it's too, like, current. But I I don't know. I just, I'm I'm not, not super thrilled with this change. That's fair. That's, I mean, it's a very powerful card and they didn't really, like, I think it, you're going to see, find it that it's, less impactful but probably not to the level that you would be happy with i and that would be my guess at how the meta was playing earlier today but it was brand new so i i don't know We'll, we'll we have to wait and see so yeah i hear you i feel like you you have you definitely have a right to be annoyed at that so yeah i i don't know again like i I've talked about it on the show before, and I I talk about it some on stream. I feel like draw in Hearthstone is just way more impactful than it is in other card games. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First of all, Hearthstone, the deck size is a lot smaller than in other card games. And 
in Hearthstone, you don't have to put man, uh, like land or, you know, your, your power resources and stuff like in Pokemon, like all that. You don't have to put those resources in your deck, which makes every time you draw, that draw just becomes even more impactful because whatever you draw is something you put in the deck to play. It, it's not some other thing that you then have to do or, or it's like, oh, well, it's not really a dead card. That happens a lot less often in Hearthstone than it does in other card games. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for Hearthstone specifically. I feel like the draw is where things should be changed a little bit more uh, versus other card games. So that that's why I was a big advocate for the... Uh, refreshing Springwater nerf over Encanter's Flow. And I'm still like, okay, this doesn't feel like it changes much because my opponent still draws their whole deck and kills me by turn seven, regardless of this. Or if they only play one, like, cool. So that's that's my thinking there. If anybody hasn't heard my little card <laughs> draw in Hearthstone spiel before. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, that is 100% a legitimate thing that there is no... You don't, you just get, I don't like mana and power as a mechanic in games like Magic or Pokemon. I really enjoy just having mana crystals and getting those. And um, uh, the other games that give you um, different ways to get your resources and not having to worry about resource draw. Um and having resources in your deck, uh, other than the ones, you know, you're playing, like, I like that a lot. So, like, that's one thing I really enjoy about Hearthstone, but you're you're absolutely right. It's a 30-card deck as opposed to a 60-card deck in Magic. So, like, and Magic has probably less draw as Scry, as a few other mechanics, but, like, Hearthstone has a lot of draw for a game that has such a small deck so but i mean there's there's a lot of other things that are different that also the battle okay now we're now i'm just getting on a, a path about the uh core concepts of a game so i'll just curve that there so um so looking at the time i think we're pretty close to time here um so do you guys want do you have any, any last thoughts about the the these balance changes do you feel like here's here's the good best way to sum this up do you feel like the changes they've made here are going to are are enough to impact the the meta for a net positive start with dragon rider okay even though i just went on that whole negative spiel and that whole negative rant the answer to that question, I, I think, is yes. And I'm also very happy that they went with eight nerfs. I don't think we, we talked about that fact. They did eight nerfs. Yeah. I was expecting three to five. So eight feels pretty good to me. And I think overall will will have a positive impact. Mage, how do you feel? I, I expect after some time that these are going to have a, a significant impact. You you probably aren't going to feel it in the next in the first day or two, especially the first hours. I think anybody that posts the 
Oh, nice nerfs here. Lol with with the picture of of, of some big swing turn, you know, involving nerf cards, I think is is just looking for 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 Twitter likes or or Reddit cred. But I think I think this is actually going to have a pretty sizable impact. I, I think I think Shaman's still gonna be really good. Like their their nerf feels the least like impactful uh, out of all these nerfs. I think the the shaman decks still feel like they're going to be really, really good. I, I'm very curious, and and I'm, I think war warlock through the things that you can do with warlock, those changes. I I I, I wonder how how much of an impact those will have. But like, I I have a hard time seeing where battlemaster is being used before, where it's just going to automatically be in every spot that it was before, and and. Like conviction to me now doesn't necessarily feel like it's going to potentially be ubiquitous in every paladin deck like it like it was before. Maybe maybe it still will. I don't know, but um, I think this does open up the opportunity for some decks that that we haven't seen much of. Uh, you know, you mentioned Quest Hunter as being one of those options. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Vicious Syndicate's live live data app, and we're you know, like nine, nine hours or so after the, the balance patch hit. And yeah, Shaman's up near the top where it was before. And, you know, Face Hunter is still pretty good. I'm looking at all ranks here. But Death Rattle Demon Hunter is doing really well. Hand Buff Paladin's still doing really well. Quest Hunter is here and it's above 50%. So I think, and, and like, so I think that there is, this is ultimately going to have a positive impact. I think there are some other decks both because they were just kind of late to the party, as it were. I'm, I'm looking at like Quest Shaman as being one of those decks that was wasn't like initially one of the first decks that was created, but has gotten really powerful as as we've gotten further and further into this meta, and now is going to probably get even better as a result of these changes. But things like maybe Quest Hunter, maybe maybe some of the other. Um, I've not seen Agro Priest in any of these lists before, but I, you know, I could see that potentially being being a better deck as far as win rate goes than it, than maybe it was beforehand. So yeah, I think it's going to be a net positive when when it's all said and done. We just have to give it time, and we have to experiment with some of the things that maybe we decided weren't good enough because of what we were seeing the first couple of days of the meta. Yep. I I echo both of your sentiments. I think it is going to be a net positive. I don't really have anything to add to it after those two brilliant remarks. So um, I will say the only thing I am super looking forward is to the the meme of Pam from the office looking at Flesh Giant at eight mana and Flesh Mana at nine mana and saying the the pitch these are the same picture. So when Should someone sees it, on ten. <laughs> when somebody sees that, please tag me in it and, and on Twitter and uh, but t- just send it to me. I, I I I can't wait to see that. So that's what I'm looking forward to in this new meta. Ah, <laughs> uh, so all right, guys. Um, can you um, not can you mage? Can you give us this week's poll question? 
Sure. So we just got done talking about the nerfs and the post-nerf meta, and we've got a question regarding that. We'd like to know from you, how quickly would you expect to feel a difference in the meta after balance changes? So when were you expecting to feel these balance changes? Were you expecting it immediately, uh, within two or three days, uh, within a week, or your final option is in is within a couple of weeks. So vote. Let us know when you would expect to feel a difference in the meta after balance changes, and we will talk about the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr3 Discord, and you can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can find myself on Twitter at Daring Alkaline and randomly streaming uh, Bloodborne on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, streaming during the week in the mornings on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dragon Rider DK on YouTube same handle and also now just announced last week uh, i am a featured pro for proguides.com as a coach yeah so pretty exciting there uh so you can get some coaching with me um and i offer there's like a couple you might have to click on a different tab thing but um, i'm offering coaching for in-game play Uh, if you want to send some replays we can go over replays Uh, Or if you're interested, I also am offering coaching on casting. And also, if you want to work with me on like tournament prep, uh, talking about lineups or practicing certain matchups or anything like that, I also offer that as well. And yeah, so go check her out. Um, um, Post a post a link to me before the episode goes live and I'll put it in the uh, the links for the show notes. On where they can find you on ProGamer. Um, and uh, Mage, where can we find you? So you can find me on Twitter talking all, thing, all things Hearthstone, D&D, and other stuff at Mage of Death. Awesome. Okay, guys, thank you for tuning in. I know we had a lot to cover this weekend, and we, I think we had really good discussions. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. This bomb goes off, I get, I complete my quest and I get to become Bomb Master Major Death. It's amazing. <laughs>